Is this the mystery one? Yeah, this is, this is all me, y'all. and girls and welcome to louisville's best podcast a podcast about everything nothing and all things in between oh i am thrilled guys because tonight it's the three amigos the three musketeers the three caballeros caballeros that's the word i was looking for it's just john brian and myself aaron and charlie couldn't make it and so uh you never know what you're gonna get with the three of us we sometimes go off the rails, uh, but uh, we'll try to keep it tame. We'll try to keep it under control. But before we get started into tonight's podcast, let's see how everybody is doing. Uh, Brian, I don't, I don't want to ask how you're doing yet because first I have to tell you that we are in the presence of greatness tonight. We are with Teacher of the Year, aka the Toy, John. Oh, this is John. Bad. Yes. You don't understand, but oh, I do understand. If, if you if you remember in the Bible, when Moses went on the mountain, and uh, God allowed his back to be shown to him, <laughs> and when Moses came down, his face glowed. Uh-huh. That's how Brian and I feel being <laughs> in your presence tonight. After we went upstairs, I'm sorry, was, I'm laughing. <laughs> after we were downstairs earlier setting up, we came back. Brittany just looked at me like, "Wow, there's like a glow about you," and I was like. I was with the toy. I was with John. <laughs> you had to get a had to get a pillowcase, put it over your face. <laughs> I did. She's like, I can't look upon you, and I was like, Look away, There's woman. Too much fear. Yeah. Look away, John. School's out. You oh, are the yes. teacher of the year. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. I yes, I am the teacher of the year. It was it was, it was a great honor. It was a dubious honor. Dubious. I won it by one vote. Oh. Uh, shout out to Miss Arnold, my uh, my running partner in the um, yeah. in the hallway math and math and science. I only won because she missed one day this year, and I didn't miss any. I didn't miss a single day of school this year. I used no... It's because you're a beast. You know, it's because you're the toy. I, I guess. I, I don't know. But yeah. our principal like gave this massive speech about it yeah. and all this stuff I yeah. do, and I'm like, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you do, John. Yeah, you do. You inspire yeah. the heart. Superstars don't you understand make our it faces being superstars. You do. The kids, True superstars. Well, let, me, let me just tell you this. You two may be impressed. The, 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 the music of heaven mm-hmm. may be playing in the background. Yeah. But the kids just weren't simply as impressed. They were like, I had to do the final. You know, John, it's because they've, they're taking it for granted. You, you get around greatness so much <laughs> that you just forget that you're in the presence yeah. of greatness. Well, I mean, I teach at a religious school. for. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it before. But I had to do the last chapel, and I mentioned it. The and last I thought, chapel. And I thought that they would, like, tear the up. The last chapel. I thought they would tear up, and it would be like. Yeah. And no. they were just like, "What's teacher of the year?" So it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. as impressive. Well, John, my question tonight to you to start us off: uh, you, You've been given an unlimited amount of money. Okay. Oh, don't even start. You uh, you get like this wonderful house built, and you have the option of one room is just your dedicated room, and you get to theme it in any way, shape, or form. Now. It, when I say theme, it's not like oh, I want to do all movies and I have all kinds of movies. It have to it have to be like specifically, I wanted to do Marvel movies or Star Wars or a book, a movie, or even like woodworking, Brian. You know, so if you had to theme it in one way, 
what would you do it? And give me like a couple of things that are going to show up in this room. Well, now, this was, isn't the podcast topic. This is just for giggles. So you're talking about. I mean, unless like, it turns okay, into the podcast. So parameter of it is. So yeah. the, the parameter is that can make it anything. Yeah. So the parameter is you can't say I want a sci-fi room and you do like Star Trek, Star Wars. Oh, okay. Blah, blah. So it has to be the parameter would thing. be like it would just be like one section like of Star okay. Wars room. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it would be when you open the doors. It would be the Star Wars. It'd be from Star Wars. It'd be in the room from Empire Strikes Back on the Star Destroyer that has Darth Vader's biometric chamber in it. And that would be where my television would be. Okay. So, like, it pulls up, like, when yes. it opens up and his head's there. No, it would just or, be, it just, but it you would be your TV. You would open it, you would push a button, and it would go, <laughs> like it does in the movie. <laughs> and you would crawl inside. <laughs> oh, so that's how you actually get into the yeah. room. Yeah. <laughs> No, the, the, you would come in like like um, like the generals did through the sliding doors. Okay, whoosh, whoosh, and then the biometric the barometric chamber would be sitting in the middle of the okay, room. okay. And then like Carla would come down. She'd be like she she'd stand in front of it, and she'd <laughs> she wearing like an imperial outfit, and it would go. <laughs> And it would open up, and I'd be turned around watching the TV, like the, the, uh-huh. the triangle TV or the the whatever it was yeah, on the yeah. wall rectangle. And I'd be sitting there like Indian style, and I just turn the chair That's, would turn around. This sounds really <laughs> uncomfortable. And I'd just be sitting there, and she'd be like, "Do you want a grilled cheese?" And I'd be like, "You have failed me for the last time." You know I want bacon on it. That's, and then she would force choke me from across the room. She would, yeah, that would be it. That would that'd be, that'd be awesome. You don't think that would be cool? I mean, at first it was cool, John. <laughs> at first. But uh, it's it's struggling since then. Um, I mean, all, all that you could choose from, you want just Darth Vader's. I, t- I totally thought he was going like, oh, I'm going to be on the deck of the Millennium Falcon. I'll be at the cantina. Well, like, like, I mean, it's minimalist. I'm, f- I'm I mean. fine with I'm fine with it opening up and the TV's there, but then it's the fact that you're sitting in there That's what I'm in saying. an uncomfortable <laughs> position well, okay. for well, an then, extended period of time. Have a, no, no, it would be like his it would be like his favorite recliner <laughs> in the <laughs> No, he said he's sitting Indian style. Yeah, but how, how, he how did, I'm sorry. No, he's sitting no. crisscross applesauce. How oh. intimidating would it have been if that door had popped open and Darth Vader was sitting in a lazy boy? His feet like out in front That'd of him. That'd have been awesome. He you know he'd be like, John, he couldn't get up. Choke you. John, are you are you building a room just for yourself? That's just for intimidation. Is this well, a panic room, John? Is what we're really talking. <laughs> no, about. it's my TV room. Y'all can do whatever you want. You sit on the money. So that's what I did. AKA panic room. Okay. I'm a minimalist. Brian, how are you? I'm doing really. Oh, good I can't too. wait. I can't oh, wait yeah. to hear your all. Brian, let's let's talk about your your room. So my room would be like a haunted mansion theme. Okay. And so what yeah. would happen is there would be tons got, of secret hidden beat. passages. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be awesome. So you can like crap, walk man. up and yeah, like, you know, terrible. push a book and oh, then you'd be yeah. like, oh, this is where I keep all the snacks. And then you like raise yeah. the lid on a statue, at the head of a statue. And then that's how you get your drink. And I mean, it would be all those kinds of things in there and multiple TVs behind portraits and all that kind of now, stuff. Now are you, is the... Haunted Mansion ride buggy in there anywhere for you can sit on? Or that would be probably what I would probably do is take that and make that into like a giant sectional couch. Yeah, where the Doom buggy part would come over the top of you, mm-hmm. but it would actually be where we would have the speakers. Mm-hmm. So when you're watching the shows, you can see. Yeah, it um, maybe even have it like shake or yeah. like. And then move. of course, like you know, in the one part of the ride where the like the lightning crackles and then you can see stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good. lot better than That's mine. <laughs> That's what I would do. And then, of course, I'd have my three hitchhiking ghosts there. Of like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah. You got it. Can I follow you home? Boom. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Mine sucks. Well, John, you just didn't have as so much time to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I had to go first. 
I, I want to sit <laughs> in one of the most uncomfortable positions. <laughs> I want to sit in Darth Vader's lap. And yell at my wife about but yet you have to, cheese sandwiches. If you're going to be in Darth Vader's seat, you kind of have to have a little bit of pain with it. Like, yeah. he always was that way. Yeah, so. yeah. never mind. Uh, That's stupid. It's okay, John. Yeah. Uh, hey, you're still the toy. Like, don't still forget. Still the toy. Uh, I'm still sure. I you're still the toy. Yeah. Um, I also would do a Star Wars themed room. It would not be Darth Vader's uh, Banta tank or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's just me and a pair of skibbies. But I was thinking, Brian, TV. what would be really sweet is to kind of in one corner have like that droid depot conveyor yes. belt where if I'm bored one day and I just want to go build a droid yep. and all the different options uh, and have that. But then like it's not just a droid depot room. It's other Star Wars parts like uh, obviously have a life-size true-to-form uh, Han in Carbonite. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I, I, I almost want to like put my face in there so it looks like I'm in Carbonite. Yeah, that would be cool. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, other other just various props would be sweet. Obviously, a le- legit working R two D two that I could have him roll across the room, get it, and come back. And then I would like to have basically Alexa, but it's C three PO. Oh yeah. And I'd be like C three PO, turn the lights on, and be like, ah, you know, and it I does all that. I would get so old after a while. <laughs> Well, I could if I got really I mean, it, crazy, it John. T- I could turn him into Sith mode, where he'd be, uh, <laughs> Sith is banned or whatever. You know, oh, he gosh, turns red eyes. Stupid movie. His eyes would turn red. Well, I believe someone of the three of us liked that movie at one point movie. at the time. He had recency bias. It was. It's, yeah, but I watched it again, and then my recency bias went away. And then you were like, stupid. "Oh, Brian and, oh, Brian and Tim oh, were right." Wow. I still wow. stand by. I like to Force Awakens a little bit. But I guess the thing that I would really want to figure out is. To John's point, what would be my Star Wars themed seating? Because I don't remember a lot of comfortable seating. The, can, the cantina. Just the cantina? The, you could have the cantina booth like in a circular motion, like a circular yeah. shape. Like a circular shaped couch. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then when you don't want somebody there, you can just, you know, yeah. laser beam them out. Well, I, and I think if, you know, if I'm working from home, which I wouldn't have to if I had that kind of money, right. I would probably have like the Millennium Falcon chair and background oh. as like the, yeah. the workstation. Definitely. You know? Yeah. So, uh, that would be awesome. yeah, it's good stuff. I was thinking about this for Aaron. Uh, maybe Transformers. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what? When you said his name, the first thing that I thought of mm-hmm. was the room would look like you're on the rooftop with gargoyles. Ooh. Like you could yeah. just look out like everywhere would like be a, like a 360 like a, yeah, of like the a city. cityscape. And yeah. then, you know, that's kind of what Gargoyles around them and they kind of would look at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. Those are so much better than yeah. Well, <laughs> John's like, I would have a Fast and the Furious room. Oh, where no. Where it would just be like, you'd walk in, fam. That was a that was a silly meme this afternoon. I had to put puke. In um, there. That was so accurate, <laughs> guys. So it accurate. was a big week for movies in general. The Mario Brothers passed one billion dollars globally, which, which I like. Uh, Aaron called that, and our what yes, movie he was, did. We, he we had have that, to. We have to. I, yeah. I'm shocked. I, I didn't think it would, especially with Chris Pratt headlining it. Not sounding like Mario uh, at all. Not sounding like <laughs> Mario at all. Uh, Guardians was was uh, great. I went and saw it. Brian went and saw it. Uh, if Aaron would have jumped on the podcast tonight, I think we were going to do a Guardians podcast. So maybe we'll wait for him, or maybe we'll just no, do we'll it just do him. we'll just do what we want to yeah. do. Uh, it's the three of us. But I saw it, guys. The biggest news 
of the week when it comes to movies was oh. the release of Fast oh, God. X. Oh, like Are you serious? John, I thought, <laughs> what better way to God, get into the sucks. Fast and Furious <laughs> mood to get you into the family experience, John? Let's be fun this evening. John, in the past, I, I broke down one of the Fast and Furious movies for you and Charlie. Uh, I've gone through the most absurd things that have happened in Fast and Furious movies. I even made my own which Fast and Furious <laughs> characters you guys would be. So what I have today is from GQ.com. It GQ. is the Fast and Furious movies ranked by absurdity. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay? okay, I'm back. Ranked by absurdity, all right? I'm back in this because these movies are... Re I okay. can tell you what my top movie, yeah. my top spot would be. Dom Toretto and the gang have gone from DVD thieves to CIA-backed <laughs> astronauts over the course of the last... Are you ready for this, John? Oh, if, if we're talking... 22 years. Ugh, it's been that long? 22 years. 22 years of hell. Oh. And they don't look like they've aged at all. No. I mean, none. No. None of them. Yeah. So uh, I just I just can't I can't do them. I mean I tried, guys. <laughs> Brian has the whole set, and he like gave Fair. it to me, and he was like, "Watch these." And my wife will watch anything. I mean, she watches all types <laughs> of garbage, and she couldn't even get through them. Yeah, the problem was just for clarification's sake, you started in numerical order, and you can't do that. You just got to. You got to almost go. Just watch it, it's almost a little bit like Star Wars. You, you got to really go. Four, you got to like dive. Six, you got to dive into like episode five, and then go back. Get that and adrenaline injected three, into you. And yeah. then when they reference something, from not one. to mention those first ones have aged a little bit, and that uh, it just doesn't hit you like it did twenty two years ago. No. But John, what started with Dominic Toretto and his gang boosting trucks for DVD players saw in the last film a Pontiac Fiero flying through outer space. That's right, baby. It was awesome. Yes. Ever since Fast Five repositioned the Toretto family as quasi-secret agents with superhero superheroic abilities to defy gravity, the franchise has seemingly forced itself to ratchet up the ridiculousness a little bit with I wish, each new film. I wish our cameras were working tonight. You just, <laughs> just see the disgust on my face. And the, no longer the glow. Yeah. Uh, all right. So number 10. Again, we're going from the absurdity. All right. So, so this is the least absurd on your list. This is the least absurd okay. from GQ's list. All right. Okay. okay. It's the original. No, no, no. Wait. This is The Fast and The Furious, which I think is part three. Or hold on, no, it's, hold on. Hold on. Tokyo. I, see, when was Tokyo? No, this is the original one. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Point Break with Cars was the pitch for the OG installment, <laughs> and in hindsight, the Fast and the Furious feels like cinema verite. I don't know what that means compared to what would come later. The craziest things that you get in the first installment is the concluding sequence, which sees Brian. Rest in peace, Paul Walker and Dom Vin Diesel try to outrace a train. Mm. Even then, it all feels vaguely plausible. Things don't stay that way for long, though, John. Oh, wait a minute. I don't think that train's the first one. <laughs> no, no. In the first one at the end, they're having their race. Oh, their race. That Not yeah, the one yeah. where they, they're pulling no, up a side. No, no, and, not oh. when they rob a train. Gotcha. <laughs> Come My on. bad. Come My on. bad. Not rob a train. My John bad. is taking his headphones off out of disgust. He's like, I'm off this thing already. Yeah, get back in here, John. All right. Number nine, again, least absurd here. 
Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. 2006, which is actually the third movie, mm-hmm. but actually takes place after the fifth movie, right. I think. Uh, sneakily, one of the best entries in the fan- franchise, Tokyo Drift is notable for bringing director Justin Lin to the table, who quickly becomes both a steady hand and the defining voice on the series outside of Vin Diesel, whose involvement, some might argue, should be scaled back. While Lin is directly responsible for the soon-to-come escalating absurdity, you don't see it that much in Tokyo Drift, John. A lot of its most improbable moments can be characterized as stylistic flourishes. The initial parking garage drift sequence... Mm-hmm. And DK's razor-thin clearance are just cool. Um, arguably the most unbelievable thing that happens in this movie is that Lucas Black, who was 24 at the time it was released, was supposed to be a high school kid. All right. So, <clears throat> here we go. 2003's Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. This is the second one, John. I know you're, you're glued in. I can see it. I'm just glad he's right. over. We might as well talk about wrestling. Uh, <laughs> I'm upset, but John, I'm, I'm going to pull you in, John, with some of these the craziness. Okay. Well, you you know when I when I find NCAA softball interesting, there's something wrong. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm just like, John. The uh, origins of fast franchise shift into absurdity start to subtly begin. Really, in it's too subtly fast, begin. Too furious. Yeah. No, it, it um, happened. It happened on the very yeah. first. Yeah. What, what, let me ask this question real quick, Tim. When you, how many of the movies did you make it through? Like three, what? Four. four. You made it through. Four. You didn't even make it to the crazy one. I, I had mean, to give up, man. I had to give crazy. up. I can tell you, John. The moment that this series got me was, I believe it's the <laughs> fifth one. When they steal the vault, the safe, the safe, yeah, and drive through Brazil like maniacs. Now, I did, when that maybe one, I got to that one because I remember that. When that happened, I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is an amazing franchise." That like, is, that it's like the it's like Michael that, Bay on steroids. That was my moment. Maybe the problem is you, you watch it with us. Maybe you watch it's, it with the wrong crowd. Carla was a bad influence. Carla was like turned it on, and she was like, <laughs> "Yeah, Carla's a bad influence." <laughs> she sleeps through everything. Um, I think it's just sensory overload because there's just too much going on. John. It's just ridiculous. Now, I, now I will say I do owe maybe a watching of one with you all because we did okay. make Brian watch Suicide Squad. Now, I think <laughs> yeah. if we're going to watch any of them, I think it's the one where Dom becomes the, the terrorist for Charlize oh. Theron because that one, which we'll get to, I, is is insane yeah, because I'm, he's yeah, the I'm, most unstoppable man on the planet. Yeah, I'm going to write down which what I think yeah. is the most ridiculous now, moment. Now listen, okay. hang on now. Yeah, yeah, I will say this: it's not because it's Vin Diesel because I, I'm a big fan of the Pitch Black series. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah with you. All right. Anyways, Too Fast, Too Furious. The craziest thing that happens is they uh, they drive a 1969 Camaro off a dock into the back of a multi million dollar yacht. Okay, I didn't see that. So that you did see it if you watched the second. Oh, did one. I? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then All I right. Did see it. So number seven is Fast Five. All we right? all just kind of bleed together. All right. Um, let's talk about some of the craziness, John, that happens in Fast Five. Okay. The movie opens up with an opening sequence in which Brian Paul Walker jumps off a moving train onto a moving car. Later, he and Dom plummet into the water together as they drive off a cliff, Thelma and Louise style, a sequence which begins with a car crashing into the said train. The infamous vault heist, number five, this is this movie, is in the finale in which the guys drag a bank vault through the streets and highways of Rio. They have to have killed thousands of people, but you don't see that in the movie. Um, 
They attached to the. That was just in the production. <laughs> yeah. Strains believably in its intricacy, but remains deliciously entertaining, at least partially due to its connection to potentially being plausible. Okay. How's it plausible? It was a. It was a. You can fit. drive a bank. You, you can drive try. a boat because it no, was the fake of it. There man. ain't no way they're driving through Rio with a fifteen-ton. <laughs> am I not mistaken? Is wasn't the fifth one the first time the Rock was in there as the agent chasing him? I down? think so. I think it is the introduction of Hobbs. Yeah, they were yeah, dragging yeah. this thing off the back of like a Mitsubishi. But, but they had souped up the the engine. <laughs> they had the they armored rein- car. They reinforced it. <laughs> All right, number six. Let's get the, that Honda Civic uh, out here. Let's, yes, this is the one I'm talking about, the one that we need to watch, John. Number six, The Fate of the Furious. Uh, it, this one was like deemed, oh, this is the end of the Toretto family, okay? Yep. This is the one where Dom is basically blackmailed by Charlize Theron into becoming... Uh, it, it, to basically helping her take over the world because if she could pick anybody, John, in the entire world that has the skills, the smarts, and the ability to steal a nuclear football, <laughs> to hijack a nuclear submarine, and to... I don't even remember what else. Is this the one where he drives the submarine through the streets of Denver? No, no, no. no, That doesn't happen. That's that's in Donald Trump's war. Um, Listen, this movie has zombie cars. It has a zombie car sequence, okay? Uh, Driverless cars that crash into the gang. Uh, At one point, The Rock, while driving on ice, reaches down Mm -hmm. and redirects a torpedo. Yeah, he does. Into another car. Yeah, I think you all have tried. Um, I think y'all have tried to show me that. No, I've just YouTube. told you about this one. Oh, okay, yeah, with his bare hands, yeah. might I want you? Yeah. Uh, uh, Dom air drifts his car into and around the top of a submarine to avoid a missile. Uh, they're on the ice for half this movie, and again. Dom Toretto is the most dangerous man in the world, according to this movie. All right. Number five, Fast X. That's the one that just came out. I'm not going to read all of this because there are spoilers, but I do want to tell you a couple things that happens in this movie, which, John, I think we should all go together and see this. Okay. Dom, at one point, uses his car as a pinball flipper to knock a rolling bomb into the water. Jacob, a.k.a. John Cena, his brother, turns oh, a kayak into a plane. Okay. <laughs> And the last part, I can't read because it's like the finale. Okay. Oh. All right. Number four, Fast and Furious. Uh, Fast Five gets his rightful credit for driving the franchise headlong into an action series. But if you were paying attention, John, there were clues along the way. This was released right after Tokyo Drift. So this is actually the third movie. Uh, taking oh wait, No, the fourth. fourth movie. Taking place before its Fast and Furious functions as a soft reboot. Uh, this is the one where Dom comes back, meets with Brian... Uh, they're doing a heist. Let's see what happens here. Dom gets shot in the shoulder, shrugs it off like Superman. Uh, and this is... Is this the one when Letty comes back? No, no. This is... Let's see. This is where Letty's car crash, piecing together crime. This is where he's trying to investigate Letty's death, I Be- think. Because he sees her, I think, right? Remember, she's gone. And he had, and we comes, had the, we had the Mopey Vin. She comes back in five, doesn't she? We had the Mopey Vin. I don't know. Uh, 
Well, Anyways, the gang's, sounds out like in, it's time for a marathon. the gang's out in the desert, just so happens to find an abandoned mine that's big enough to drive cars through, <laughs> wide enough to fit two cars in, and it's structurally sound enough not to collapse until they need it at the right moment. Okay. 16 hours later, I'm just like, family. 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 So family. I've got family. Riley and Remy chanting that now. Right? No <laughs> awesome. I'm sure. Uh, I'm number sure that's just... three in Absurd, John, Fast and Furious 6. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is this is when I I think I f- first got back into the Fast and Furious because I kind of took a break and I didn't watch four and five and then some people drug me to the movies to see part six because part six is when Paul dies mm-hmm. in real life uh, and so like there were thug tears everywhere in, in the uh, yeah. in the in the theater <laughs> but so anyways John this one has the world's longest runway, okay? This plane that they're fighting on at the end of the movie, John, it never takes off, but it literally is on the runway for the last 45 minutes going. So, like, if you think about it, and this is over, like, in Europe, somebody, like, transposed what this runway would have been. It, like, crosses (laughs) from Spain to, like, Ireland. It's insane, okay? Um, Not only that, there's a tank that's released into a busy highway. Both Letty and Dom leap off of their vehicles midair, where Dom manages to not only effortlessly catch Letty, but then also reposition himself in order to land on the front window of another vehicle, cracking the windshield, but zero bones in the process. Maybe I've seen that one, too. (laughs) See, John? Maybe you are a fan. Maybe no, I'm not a fan. You just don't no. know yet. Yeah. No, there's no fan. It's oh, just like, oh, 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 oh. there's you, no fan, but there's a fan. You, you fan, gave them fan, to us fan, to watch, fan, and it fan, was winter. Fan, <laughs> fan, fan. Uh, number two, Fast Nine. This is the one with John Cena's appearance. His brother. I don't know what Mama Toretto was eating, but man, she birthed some monsters. Okay, uh, Dom becomes Tarzan as they careen a car into a rope, swing across the ravine, and this is like in the first two minutes of the movie after they just rode through a a minefield, which was crazy, uh, and then. Uh, Fierro rides through space. The latter part's obviously laughable and seems intended at least partly as a joke, but even so, Lynn swears he conferred with NASA scientists to ensure that it was logically sound. Because there would be no problem with re-entry. No. Well, no. They, they, address they, don't, that. they don't re-enter. They crash into the space station or <laughs> yeah. something. That is stupid. <laughs> they, that re- is just... they realize they can't re-enter. Uh, all right. Did they no. die? The number no, one, no. right? They get to the space station and un- and hook into the space station. How did they survive the vacuum of they space? They didn't show that part. <laughs> because the car is because not... Because of the love of the family, it encases you, John, wherever what you have go. Is, they have his uh, tank top wrapped around his face. No, he wasn't in space. It was uh, it was Ludacris and Tyrese. They but, were the ones in space. Okay, I'm going to have to see this one. Hey, I'm going to have to see this you part. John, you got to see it. Uh, Cardi B makes an appearance, I think. Oh, well. Yeah, I know you're down. All right. Yeah. Number one. Okay, this is okay. Number one, Brian, who'd you have? I, I, I have oh. the, the most ridiculous moment to me okay. of all the movies yeah. is when The Rock takes down a helicopter with his bare hands. That, I think, is Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, that's so not even. That's not even. It's not on this oh, list. Oh man, that's that's a Fast and Furious spinoff movie. I'm sorry, that would be my but most. Couldn't it, but couldn't it be still considered part of the? It should be. That's that shame been, on GQ. That would have been my shame, moment of shame, where I'm like, really, The Rock, shame. literally with a chain, takes a yeah. helicopter down. Um, yeah. So Furious Seven, which actually after I'm reading this, I think Furious Seven is when 
Brian actually passed away in real life, Paul Walker, because it mentions him running up the side of a bus in his tractionless van sneakers. Uh, Dom manages to navigate his charger through a collapsing garage and then fly it into the air and attach a satchel of grenades to a helicopter. Yes, he does that. Brian, Brian, if you remember, he's fighting Jason Statham That's in number seven, right. and the garage starts to collapse, and he drives it off and flies past a helicopter that was attacking them and literally, like, attaches a satchel to the, the like, landing feet of the helicopter that's full of grenades. Look at, look at, look at, look at John's face. He's, 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 he's literally processing it he's right like, now. Wow. Um, you know, wait, do you know what I see? I see the, I see the transformation happening yeah. right now. This is also the one where they're in Dubai. This is a, up in the building and, he runs and it they out. run the, they, the car's throttle gets stuck and they go and jump from building to building to building. And like, also at some point Dom picks up a car and holds it while Brian is trying to install or pull something off the security. Mm. He's literally holding a car up. Anyways, um, <clears throat> it's crazy. It's amazing what adrenaline will do yeah. for you. Um, it's like a Fast and the Furious grooming going on tonight. <laughs> yeah. John, we're here fam, for you. Fam, 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 fam. fam, fam. Uh, but honestly, the, the part that really gets it for me is that every bad guy turns and joins their team joins their team eventually because once you see the family and love and bond that the Toretto's have John you can't help to be drawn to it you want to be a part of it I mean Jason Statham killed their friend that came back the last movie okay (laughs) and they still accepted him in there all right uh, and his brother that tried to kill him he helps him save Dom's baby at one point it's the family. Like during birth? No, 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 no. That when Charlize Theron uh, blackmailed him into oh, I becoming you meant Dom the terrorist. Was, I thought Dom was having a baby. No. Uh, <laughs> Dom's oh, Dom's bad. child that Don't he didn't. John. John, Dom's I'm child sorry. that he didn't know about. Oh. not with Letty, but with uh, Here we go. Chris Hemsworth's w- wife in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the the one girl that was in that terrible action movie on Netflix. I, 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 I you would know. know if you saw her. Anyways. Um, they have his. They're holding his son hostage, and Jason Statham and his brother, I think Decker and Evan Shaw, uh, fly through through the air. I don't know how, and get on the plane and uh, free his baby so that he can then turn on her and not have to be a bad guy anymore. And he goes and saves his family from the nuclear submarine. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's rolling through the streets of Denver. No, no, it's on ice in Russia. Oh, nothing okay. has happened in Denver Gosh, yet. Nothing is happening in Denver. That well, was the Donald to. Trump war. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> Underneath needs, the airport. It needs to happen. Yeah. It needs to happen. Anyways, John, I, all I can say is after hearing this, after going through this, after seeing the level of excitement that Brian and I have got to in this podcast. And after thinking about the love of a family, <laughs> don't you want to sit down and watch? We can crack some cold, cold red Mountain Dews open. Oh, uh, they got me. Don't you want to watch the fate of the furious with us? No. Kurt Russell. Oh, good. come on, man. It's awesome. So good. I watch it with you. All. I don't want to watch it with Carla. Cause she's like, <laughs> well, no, you want to watch it with people that are hyped. Listen, if you're hyped about the furious like Brian and I, and you're not a party pooper like John, let us know on <laughs> Facebook, okay? Doug, if you're listening, I expect to hear from you after this podcast is released about just how amazing the Fast and the Furious are. 
All right, because I, I know I'll hear from you. But anyways, uh, Aaron and Charlie, we wish you were here. Uh, although you probably would be like, you're an idiot, Tim, and you wouldn't be wrong. And there's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. But There's nothing wrong with the love of the Fast and the Furious. There's nothing wrong with the love of a family, John, okay? No. Families yeah. are not who you're born with, but it's the friends you choose along the way. Fam. Fam. You like Fam. Us. Fam. Uh, Fam. Check Fam. us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever. And until next time, I'm sorry, Brent. We'll catch you later. Mm-hmm.